Crap with Beth and Matt. Cut to Crap is the world's number one no bullshit health and fitness podcast. Hello to the best friends in the world. This week we discuss a topic that we know many people struggle with. Beth is just getting back from a heavy two-week travel period, and we thought this would be a really great opportunity to talk about nutrition while traveling and some of our strategies for doing so. We also discuss society's relationship with alcohol and how prevalent it is in the fitness industry. Buckle up and let's go. Beth, Beth, Beth. Matt, Matt, Matt. What's up? What's up? Good to see your face. How are you? It's good to see yours as well. I am, uh, I'm peachy. I'm peachy. It's a beautiful, now. well, it's not a beautiful day, but it's, um, I feel beautiful. feels like a beautiful day. It's a good fucking day to be alive. (laughs) Fucking amazing. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. But how are things with you? Oh, I'm glad to be back. Oh my God. Yeah. What a whirlwind of a few weeks it's been. Yeah, for sure. Are we just going straight into shit here? We're just going to fucking just do it. Let's do it. All right. All right. Cool. I mean, I mean, first of all, I want to know, do we, do we want to catch up on how we've been or do we want to get into our topic at hand first and then Mm. catch up with how we've been? Let's see. Topic at hand. I think topic at hand. Let's just go with the flow. Um, Okay. Yeah. Why don't we talk about, okay, let's talk about, (laughs) I I guess the first thing on my mind would be like nutrition and traveling. Yes. And I know that's, that's a question that we get all the time, right? Like, what do I do when I'm vacation? What do I do when I'm traveling? Yep. (laughs) You know, absolutely. And here's the thing what I've experienced is that you can plan as best as you can, but you know what? It it really is kind of difficult to be really, you know, focused on your nutrition when you're traveling. It it really is. You could just do the best you can. You you just go with the basics that you know, that, you know, that we try to teach you. Right. And you realize that it's what you do most of the time that matters, not some of the time. And you, you, you enjoy yourself. But does that mean you have to go balls out and fucking drink a keg of beer and eat everything in sight? No, but no. you can still enjoy yourself. Absolutely. And that's what I preach to my clients and help my clients understand is like when they have vacations coming up um, and they mm-hmm. want to talk about strategies for eating and things like that. I'm, I'm like, first and foremost, I'm like, I don't want you tracking calories on vacation. Yeah. Um, I want you to just enjoy yourself. And, you know, that one week, that five days, seven days, however long it is. In the grand scheme of things, that isn't going to mean anything. But no. I do think there's still some good fundamentals and foundations that we can talk about, like that that maybe we each incorporate for ourselves while we're traveling. Obviously, yeah. I travel a lot, and and you you do as well. Especially recently, you've been traveling quite a bit. So um, let's kind of talk about that a little bit. And, uh-huh. and but, but but really, I mean, like you said already, it's going. It's just what it's the same stuff that we already talk about. It's just focusing yeah. on those things. Um, Mm-hmm. For instance, um, the way I eat is kind of dictated also by my type of traveling that I'm doing. Mm-hmm. Um, if it's a beach vacation, um, it's going to be completely different than, you know, going on a trip to go hiking somewhere. Right. Because right. when I'm when I'm going hiking, I'm going to be I'm going to be looking to fuel my body and and and, and optimal performance and things like that. Mm-hmm. So if I'm if I'm doing a hiking trip, what usually what I'll do is I'll do a very big breakfast, a carb heavy breakfast. Um, and then, um, I'll just do like two meals a day. And, and usually actually when I'm traveling period, I usually is only two meals a day. Um, just because the middle of the day just gets so hectic. So I'll do like a breakfast and then, um, a a dinner. And then in between I'll be doing snacks, right. Protein bars and, and beef jerky shakes, trail mix, 
and, right. and things like that. Um, now, of course, when I'm, if I'm hiking, I'm doing the, the carb heavy breakfast because I need that fuel to sustain me for the long, for the, the grueling physical activity I'm going to be going through, but I'm doing mm-hmm. something like a, a beach vacation or a beach trip. Um, I usually do um, a smaller, um, lighter breakfast, such as like fruit and some type of protein, maybe it's eggs or, or some breakfast meat or something like that with my breakfast. Um, cause I don't want to just, fe- I just don't want that heavy feeling while I'm at the beach and things like that. And then I'll pack, mm-hmm. I'll pack snacks and, and stuff. If I'm going to be at the beach all day, I'll pack snacks, up, snacks up in our, our cooler or our bag, whatever we have yeah. um, to, to eat while we're at the beach. Yeah. I think, yeah. I- yeah, it's crazy because things can be so unpredictable, too, it right? I, I mean, when I when I was in LA, um, like my meals were all over the place, and at some points I wasn't eating enough because I was at uh, meetings and things that you know I didn't have access to quick food. I couldn't just leave and be like, I'm just gonna go get something to eat. Uh, yeah, yeah. Um, and you know, I got a little irritated because I was like, you guys, I'm fucking hungry. Like, we need to eat food. Like, this is bullshit. Okay, yeah. I need a break. I need to eat. Like, I can't live like this. Um. And so, you know, I, your food is just all over the place and, and that you have to just go with the flow. I think, um, mm-hmm. my focus was just making sure I got enough water Yeah. at, at, at one point. I was like, just drink enough water, <laughs> make sure I was able to move my body, like at least walk to where I was going from the Airbnb. My Airbnb didn't have like a stove, so That's I true. couldn't like, you know, make my own stuff. So I just got fruit to put in the fridge and I got some yogurt. Yep. And things that I can just, you know, I ate that a little bit of that, but then I went out to dinners and I was like, let's get some pho. I haven't had pho in years. Nice. Um, and just like random stuff. And it's, it may not be ideal, but that's okay. I think that's what we have to, you know, remember is that it may not be your ideal situation. You just make the best of it. Yes. Two, two important points there that I, that I want to emphasize. You emphasized water hydration. And Mm -hmm. actually I have a client that is, she's going through a two week stretch right now where she's doing two different vacations Uh She's in the middle of it right now. And she was actually, she was in Vegas last weekend. And prior to that, we had a kind of a conversation about how we, how, how things were going to go and nutrition strategies and things like that. Of course, she, she was going to indulge and have some alcohol and things like that. So we were trying to keep that to a minimum and some other Mm -hmm. things that we were trying. So the main thing was hydration that we focused on hydration, hydration, um, the, the, the days leading up to going to Vegas, actually, we doubled her water intake. Um, mm-hmm. because first of all, because first of all, it was going to be fucking hot in Vegas, you know? Oh yeah. Um, right now it's super hot in Vegas as it is in most places. So leading yeah, up yeah. to it, like, you don't want to just start hydrating more when you're there. If you know, you're going to need more water while you're somewhere like hot and you're going to be sweating a lot more, you need to start hydrating a couple of days before. Yeah, yeah so, absolutely. And then, and then kept that going while she was there. Um, mm-hmm. and then of course, like you said, you know, when you're traveling, like, I, I don't know about everybody listening, but when I'm traveling, I want to try all the delicious, amazing food that they have there, yeah. wherever it is. Cause I'm uh-huh. a foodie. Um, so I'm yeah. not gonna, I'm, I'm gonna seek out the best foods in the area and I'm going to eat the hell out of them, you know? Right, right, right. Yeah. <laughs> um, I know it's, I was in Austin and I had freaking tacos and I had donuts, like the specialty donuts. And I was like, I'm going to try all this stuff that I can't get anywhere else. Yeah. But then I stopped eating before I become full. And I had people are like, that's all you're going to eat. I'm like, yeah, I'm full. I'm full right now. I'm comfortable. I don't need to finish this just because it's on my plate. I don't care. Like my body to me is a fucking temple and I don't need to feel like a super full, uncomfortable, not being able to walk just because it was there. Like that's not how I live anymore. Yeah. So I've been there. And Beth, that's a really good point. Cause remember recently when last, last month, when I came to see you in Maine, 
um, uh-huh. when we went out and when we got out and uh, got lobster at that, what was the place we went to? Um, we went to, oh shit. What was it called? Um, the place right on the, the, the... right on the water. Yeah. Oh it doesn't God, matter the name of it. But, uh, yeah. I, um, I don't even I know like, what time zone I'm in. <laughs> so fucking good. I was like, I went, <laughs> that's true. You, you, you just got back yesterday. So you were three hours behind in, in Vegas or not Vegas, but in LA there, but um, you remember the conversation um, that we had? Cause I, I wanted both the lobster roll and I wanted the lobster Mac and cheese and mm-hmm. I couldn't decide what I wanted. So I was like, you know what? I was like, I'm going to get another order to go and then eat it after my run. Mm-hmm. But did I end up doing it? I didn't do no. it. Right. Because I was like, no. after thinking about it, I was like, I don't actually need this. Yes. It's going right. to taste really good. Um, and I'm craving it, but at the same time I was thinking mindfully about it. And I was like, I don't actually want this. I don't need this. And all it's going to do is make me miserably full. So yeah. I, I passed on it. And you know what? I'm going to become the main again and I'll get it next time. So yeah, exactly. It's all it's, good. It is all good. And I was, I was better off and I was, I was happier for that too. Yeah. Um, I think um, some other things that we can talk about here with eating while traveling or on vacation is like airport eating and eating on road trips and things like that. Cause um, you um, had your flight canceled. Um and of course, when you're, if you're, especially if you're flying from one coast to another, it's going to be a what, five or six hour flight for it, probably depending where you're going. Um, mm-hmm. So that's, that's one meal right there. So I think yeah. having some strategies for travel day as well. Are yeah. really important. And I think this is a really good opportunity to talk about <clears throat> a type of hunger, which is um, eating essentially like, um, fuck, I can't drawing a blank here what it's called it's a convenience hunger essentially yeah and the thing um, is the airports don't set you up for success let's be real i mean i had i brought protein bars and things like that but mm -hmm. those aren't substantial when you're you're coming off a six hour fucking flight eating like barely yet they don't serve anything on the plane barely but fucking like more nonsense you know yeah it's ridiculous you're on a six hour flight fucking starving and i had like nuts and protein bars and that can only hold you off so long so then when yep. you get into said airport either new york city or atlanta the hell airports from you know you you're like i just want something to eat like yes. whatever has no fucking line right now because i have to get somewhere else in about 20 seconds right um so you gotta do what you gotta do you know and then that's just i go to the basics all right what can i get that has protein in it um, that's my immediate thing. I don't go for like a cinnamon bun or a muffin or just a right. plain bagel. <laughs> that's not going to, um, that's not going to satisfy you. Know? you. No, but I will make sure that, okay, this place is open. No line. I can get like a protein shake. I can get uh, a thing of fruit and then maybe, um, I don't even know. Yeah, most of those little meat. shops and convenience stores in the airports have those things. Yeah. So I just go for, you know, what I can and, and I don't hate myself for doing it. Yeah. <laughs> I think that's, what people need to realize it really yeah, for is sure. just about but also on that note too beth i will i'll argue a little bit that they don't necessarily set you up for success but if you do a little bit of thinking you can you can and planning not necessarily planning ahead but you can be successful even while in an airport um one of true, one of, true true like the, those those little shops you know the newspaper shops without with the convenience stores essentially they usually have things like wraps and and sandwiches mm-hmm. usually and those wraps and sandwiches are usually like three or four hundred calories and about 20 to 25 grams of protein depending on what you get i know i think it was when i was coming home from maine the last time i got a little chicken caesar wrap yeah um, it was just made that day the sticker said um and it was good it was it nice. helped me over for the flight of course it wasn't a long flight from maine back to detroit right but um it was good because I hadn't had breakfast in the morning because I think I had to wake up like what we worked out that morning and then it was a hectic morning. But um, yeah, but also like 
if you know you're going to be busy for the next five to six hours on a flight and, and hopping between um, terminals and things like that, eat before you um, leave. Eat something, yeah. some type of a meal before that. Even though you're not hungry, it's okay to eat in that situation mm-hmm. because it's going to save you later from, from overeating when you finally do get the chance to eat. Or it's going to save you from going for that the Cinnabon, the Cinnabon when that's not really what you wanted. Yeah. And you're going to eat the Cinnabon and it's not going to satisfy you whatsoever. So now you just had all those extra calories and you're still going to be wanting to go on a binge and eat something yeah. else. I have an issue with that situation because okay. our flight left... <clears throat> At 6 a.m. So when you get to the airport, there's literally nothing fucking open. Not that early. Which, which is bullshit, right? And then you're about to hop on a six-hour flight. Those are very what common the, flights, too. What the fuck do you do? I was yeah. like, and we were rushing to get, uh, you know, everything. I feel like we had no time to, like, actually walk around and find something to eat. So we were thrown right. into one situation, into the next. And all, all I kept thinking was, I have no fucking water. There's nowhere to get water right now. Because I had to dump my water that I brought. You're right. You can't, um, you can't go through security with it. So, you know, I got on the plane with absolutely no fucking water. And I don't even remember what I had to eat it was barely anything. And getting off the plane with barely anything to eat, I was not in a good situation. Yeah. On that note um, about water too, Beth, that's a really good point. Um, travel with water, like go to the airport with a water bottle. Granted, you're not going to be able to take it through security, but empty it out before, chug it all before, and then refill it at one of those um, water fountains by the, yeah. by the um, bathrooms. Um, I didn't realize that don't spend until four basically. or $5 on a fucking bottle of water, you know? Yeah. You, what, what'd you say? You didn't realize what? I didn't realize uh, that I should have done that until the, towards the end of my trip when I was like, oh yeah, Christy gave me this and it was empty on the side of my thing. And I was like, I could have just refilled it on a water fountain. Cause I don't know about you. I'm not going to sit there. I drink a lot of fucking water. Yeah. I drink, I'm sure you do too, Beth. Uh-huh. I'm not going to go there on a five hour flight and get those eight ounce cups of water from the flight attendant and go through. Oh yeah. No. I had to, I had to go in the back and ask the flight attendant like three, four times for water. Right. Like, please just keep them coming. I was Bartender, like, just give please. me some fucking more than a fucking shot glass of water, please. And then you feel like, dying a, like right an now. annoying asshole, like asking for like, so you like, you're so needy, you know, I know. So like, hey, just take, especially if you don't like feeling like you're a bother to people, like, just bring your own water bottle, fill it up when you get to the gas or the, the airport <laughs> through the security yeah. and, and you'll be better off for it. Um, Cause that'll help you too with those hunger cravings. Uh, a lot of times hunger cravings get um, misidentified because you're just thirsty. You're just and thirsty. bored and thirsty and bored. And we're just, and we are, I mean, I, I don't remember the figures, but I read this, like we're chronically fucking dehydrated as adults, as Americans, you know, we're, we're mm-hmm. not drinking water. And I don't know what our, what our aversion is to water, but for some reason we're not drinking it. So, right. I, I blame, yeah. I, I said this on a video the other day. I, I blame it on um, like not blame it on this, but I said, as children, we're drinking soda and sugary um, juices, like, like fruit juices all the time. And I'm not demonizing those things, but um, our kids just, we're not making our kids drink fucking water. Uh, yeah. And why is that you guys? Uh, this is a g- good question. My son always drinks fucking water. Literally Man. he grew up on water. Like he'll son doesn't bathe- like soda. Uh, sometimes he'll have one of my diet Coke zeros, uh, mm-hmm. which he, I, then at that point, I don't even like him having that, but I'm like, whatever. Um, I can't keep him from everything, but, uh, he right. didn't grow up on juices and, and all that stuff. So why are we giving our kids that stuff is my, is I'm, I'm not shaming any parents here. Mm-hmm. This is me. Cause I do things that I'm not necessarily absolutely. We're not perfect. Proud, proud of or perfect, but it all starts with us, right? It does. You, if you're listening, probably take care of your health or want to get better at um, your nutrition. So we need to lead by example. 
and drink water. We're drinking lots of water. Our kids should be drinking lots of fucking water. Fuck the juices. Fuck the sodas. That is honestly, the more I hear doctors talk about, like our kids should not be drinking that shit. Uh, it's just they really. Yeah. And we're if um, like this might be the closest you ever hear us get to demonizing anything, but it's true. Right. These, these are just cold right. hard facts. Like. Right. And I know my son for, every once in a while, he'll get headaches and, and he's 12 years old, you know? Yeah. And so, so so I talked to him like Riker, I'm like, uh, have you had any water today? Like how and, and or, right. or he'll, he's actually gotten to the point now where he'll, he already knows what I'm going to ask him. And he'll be like, no, mm-hmm. I'll go drink some water. I'm like, yeah. okay. Like, or, or like, even like, like having trouble going to the bathroom, pooping and things like that. Yes. That helps. Being high, being dehydrated can exacerbate that can make it worse. Yeah. My son um, has gone through the same thing. I, in fact, just before we got on the zoom call, he's like, I have a headache. I'm like, have you drank any water? No. Okay. This is what's happening. Right. Um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> broken arm drink some water <laughs> yep but if we if, if we if we started working on getting more water um this is turning into an episode about water now if right. we just start working on getting more water that would fix a lot of our ailments and the way that we're feeling that's so energize yeah. you and, and everything but like juice and stuff like that has no nutritional value for our for our kids and they should yeah. be drinking a lot more water that's just <laughs> yep and yeah you know. i'll be honest i i mean i I was never told not to drink soda when I was a kid. Um, and I'm not shaming my parents for this. I just was allowed to do whatever the fuck I wanted. You know, mm-hmm. I drank a lot, a lot of Mountain Dew. I fucking lived Mountain Dew as a yeah. kid, two liters at a time. Wow. And that wow. continued on until my early twenties, Beth, um, wow. went yeah. to the point where I was 250 pounds and, you know, that started my 50 plus pound weight, weight loss journey. That was the first thing I did was gave up soda Mountain Dew. Yeah. Um, not saying what we have to, but th- at that point I didn't know what I should be doing for nutrition. Right. I, I just stopped drinking fucking two liters of Mountain Dew every day. Yeah. That's a, that's a you fucking lot. Sugar that is that's yeah. hundreds of grams of sugar a day. A lot. If I would have continued on that path, I would have had diabetes. I would have gotten type two diabetes. I'm sure of it because yeah. I was, I was living a sedentary life. I was drinking all that soda. I was eating like an asshole, like, you know, so and yeah. I, cause I didn't, I didn't learn that those nutrition things as a, as a kid, the, the, yep. my parents weren't doing them and neither. So I wasn't as well. We my had, mom we was had, the opposite. She was the opposite. She, she was super strict because she was always on some diet. So, but yeah. she was always strict. We weren't allowed sugary cereals. We weren't allowed soda. Um, I mean, everything was like tofu pups and which is like a tofu hot dog and <laughs> just <laughs> you know so i i i've never been a soda person and now mm-hmm. i do like my diet soda but oh i i, not, I love not, diet not soda to excess. I enjoy soda yeah yeah exactly and so i want if there anybody's listening to like what these guys are um, talking bad about soda well first of all we only no. defend soda and diet soda in the context of like you can have these per- fit as a perfectly balanced diet as a, in moderation what i was talking about that was not moderation for me that was right. that was unhealthy amounts right there so right yeah yeah that's what we're talking about, guys. We're not like shaming. You, you can have your soda, but do you need five, six, seven, eight a day? No. Fuck no. Fuck no. No. Um, okay. So we talked about uh, new, uh, kind of hydrating while we're traveling being one of the most important things. Mm-hmm. Um, having convenient snacks that are that are going to um, satisfy us in terms of like protein, right? So some protein bars, uh, protein shakes, beef jerky is a really good go-to. Mm-hmm. Um and some non-meat, non-animal sources. You could do like some, some edamame, um, crisps or chips, um, yeah. or, or not, not like baked edamame, I should say. That's a really good protein source, really good fiber. Um, and those, those taste really good. Um, you can do like some trail mix, 
um, if you're looking for some some more calorically dense foods, um, mm-hmm. all great options. And fruit, like you mentioned, most of those little stores in the gas station do have usually at least bananas and apples. Yeah. So yeah, yeah. Yeah, I was able to get some like core power or chocolate protein, which is always nice. my go-to. Um, That's one of my favorite like, actually protein shakes. Yeah. yeah. And then they have usually have, like you said, cut up fruit. Yep. So you got your protein, you got your fruit. Yep. So it's possible. So it's possible. But also we want you to enjoy yourself while you're on vacation. So eat all the foods that are there. Um, you know, your favorite foods that are there. Go go try out the local cuisines. Find that awesome dive bar to go eat at um, mm-hmm. all yourself. And then when we get back home, we just get back on track and get back to it knowing that we didn't, you know, lose our progress and, and ruin anything. Right. And there it is. I don't there know. We have it. Do we have anything else to talk about with nutrition while traveling, eating while traveling on vacation? I don't know. Mm, I think no, especially- but I, I have one thing that I wanted to mention, but yeah. this is just my observation. And I, I, I want to bring this up because I talk okay. about it a lot is yeah. alcohol. Okay. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Holy yeah. motherfucking shit. You guys. Okay. okay. So coming from someone that hasn't drank in almost seven years, uh-huh. literally every fucking state I went to everything event that I went to was, a, was at some point about liquor mm-hmm. or, or weed. Okay. And then I'm sitting there looking back going, no one, no one can fucking enjoy themselves without having some form of substance it is insane to me the amount of things that people do it could be i you know it it actually blew me away um Mm -hmm. i'm like wow you know it it was sad to me it was actually sad to me and i love everyone that i was hanging out with but i'm just like no one no one can do anything without drinking or um pulling out a fucking joint it's crazy yeah. Um, and I just want to know why I want to know why, <laughs> why the fuck does, does it have everything have to be, involve alcohol? Literally everything. Alcohol is associated with fun and social gatherings for like, um, so ingrained in us. And I, I, I don't, that's not a great answer, you know, but it, it's an answer. At least that's my answer. Um, and people, I actually people think we can't have fun without alcohol when that yeah. comes from the truth. You can't be yourself without alcohol. That's, that's not true. And I accidentally had a fucking sip of alcohol this uh, weekend and I was fucking pissed because um, we were at my um, brother's uh, boyfriend's apartment and we were playing games and they were drinking and I had my kombucha. We all had like these fancy uh, glasses with straws and all the drinks were pink. Well, someone moved one of their alcoholic drinks next to mine. So I'm like looking down at my phone and I grab it and I sip it. And then I was like, that's not my kombucha. And I put it down and I was like, son of a bitch. That was a fucking alcoholic drink. And I was like, motherfucker, did I just fuck everything up? Like, no, that was an accident. I don't want to have any more. Props to you for for recognizing that. It was just like, you know, I, I was, I was irritated, but I'm like, you can't let it get to you, Beth. It's not like you like purposely went and was like, I'm going to take this and drink it. Um, yeah, that's, that definitely sucks. Um, that was annoying. But I mean, also like, that's fucking like, wow, Beth, the fact that you, you knew that, that that happened and you didn't let that like dictate anything. Cause you, you, like you, you still controlled that. Like, yeah. you know, you controlled your reaction to that rather than letting that dick fucking fuck everything up for you. Right. You, you made it your bitch and you, you know, you, 
I said, no, this is, I, I don't, it doesn't serve me. And I gave this up for a reason and right. I'm not going back to it. So, cause for some people that could completely fuck them up. That oh one, yeah. That one drop of alcohol, if they're a reco- recovering alcoholic. Especially because they, I felt for like two weeks, all I was, was all I was doing was being surrounded by alcohol. You're probably tired. Every of fucking definitely. situation. I was like, God, can I just not be around alcohol for like, uh, seriously, it was everywhere. Yeah. And as someone that struggles or has struggled with alcohol, it's, it's hard because I'm the oddball. I'm the one that's like, she's not drinking and everyone's getting hammered. I was doing shots with people of kombucha while they're doing drinking shots of tequila. And I felt weird. Like, no, I'll, I'll have a shot of kombucha. It was just, it's awkward. And I don't like feeling like that. That's because um, it's that alcohol culture. Like you were, I mean, how, how do you describe that? Cause like you were, I mean, you were still, hopefully you were still having fun, but like, no, of course, the, the fact of that like you, you were participating, you were mimicking that to, to join in and be accepted in a way, right? I guess like that's kind of, that's what sucks about it. And, yeah. and I'll say this too, Beth, I told you this, I think on our TikTok live, I want to say this on the podcast too. Um, that's what I love about going and traveling and seeing you and, and, and collaborating with you is because I know that like, that's not something that I have to be around, you know? Um, and, and, I, I just appreciate that about you. And I know like, it's not, I don't have to decide if I'm want to drink or not, you know, because most times when I'm traveling and things like that, I don't want to drink. I don't want to have a drink. Um, yeah. But you know, a lot of the times it, it is socially the thing that's going on right. after a long hike. We have a summit. It's like, let's have a summit beer or let's go to the, let's go to the local brewery. And, right. and like, I love, I love sampling local beers and things like that too. But like, it's nice to just not have travel plans built around alcohol. Yeah. Is what I'm saying. And I just want to put it out there that if you're listening and uh, you know, I'm not judging you for drinking like mm-hmm. at all. Like I don't, I love all my friends, whether yes. they drink or they don't drink. I just think that we shouldn't have a society that everything is based around alcohol. And that that's just my, you know, my thoughts about the way people live now. Now this, yeah, um, this might upset some people, but the fitness industry, when, when there's fit, like, I don't know, I'm not naming anything in particular, but I've, I've been to fitness events in the past. Um, like when I go to the Arnold and things like that here in down here in Columbus, in Ohio, mm-hmm. it's all like going to a fitness expo or something. And then alcohol is still so prevalent in the fit, health and fitness industry. Like all these professionals are still, and then going out and getting fucking blackout tanks with each other afterwards. I'm like, why, <laughs> how, what kind of message is that giving, you know? Yeah. I don't know. It's, it's something I, I, I struggle with. I don't, I don't struggle with my relationship with alcohol, but I struggle with finding that balance, um, in this industry of promoting health and wellness while still partaking in something like that. And of course, like the, there's moderation and balance exists and things like that. That's fine mm-hmm. for some people. That's not a problem. But I think when we're sitting here t- talking about living a healthy lifestyle, but then we're going out and getting blackout drunk all the time, that's, that's not okay. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. So I just wanted to put it out there. Yeah. Yeah. And we probably just lost half of our listeners, but if you're still listening, we appreciate you. Um, but also no, on that sure, note, I don't too, think we lost half our listeners. I think uh, it's it, important for people to, kind of cool, to hear yeah. this shit. It is. Yeah. And we've been think- getting a lot of comments too, about from people on our, on our videos. Like I, I know the one guy commented like, like Matt, like I just dumped out all seven bottles of liquor in my apartment. Thanks to you. And, and this, oh, and wow. This. That's right. And I'm not even like, I'm not even, I've, I've made a couple of videos about like how we need to be more mindful of alcohol and like how everybody's normalizing alcohol, but demonizing fucking diet soda. Right. Mm-hmm. It's on that video. And 
I just want people yeah. to be aware. That's it. Awareness. That's the thing. Awareness. Aware, aware of like how much you actually do drink because you might not even realize it. You might be like, yeah, I'm having two or three drinks every night at this event. That's not much, but actually every single day, if you're doing something like that, that, that adds up. That's it, 14, it is, it's, it's more than you fucking think. 14 um, drinks a week right there. That's a lot of fucking alcohol. Yeah. Depending on what you drink, that's thousands of calories too. And just the, the, the statistics that come out about how alcohol affects you and the, the, you know, cancer and all that stuff. It, it, Yep. I'm, I'm looking forward to getting a couple of guests on this podcast that are going to be able to talk um, as, as an expert on those, those type of things. Yeah. So, yeah, for sure. For sure. Yeah. Actually, um, I want to say like, who's coming on the podcast? Are, are we good to super... say? I, I think so. Yeah. And yeah. you know, okay. So we're having Alan Aragon on the podcast who is, has a master's in the science of nutrition. He just wrote a book called flexible dieting. Actually, Alan Aragon is sober. He's four years sober. Oh, really? That's amazing. Yeah. Um, but this, uh, you guys, this is huge. If you, if it was like the president of the United States for, for, uh, nutrition, he would be it. I was okay. thinking about like how we're going to introduce him. Like, and I'm like, he's like the godfather of, of um, nutrition. Yeah. And then, and, and then I, I think he's the godfather and like Lane Norton is like the president or something. <laughs> yes. Right. Totally. So, uh, we're super excited that that's going to be in August. So stay yes. tuned for that. Okay. Um, you know, Alan, he is the one that writes all the peer reviewed and the scientific studies in PubMed. The ones um, that we're all reviewing. And that we go and read to get the facts from. So yeah, this is big. It's huge. It's huge. And it can convene. It's, it's also happening right around the one year anniversary mark of our podcast, which is going to yes, be really fucking cool. That's fucking cool. We should actually release it, Matt, on our anniversary day. Let's do it. Let's you do it. Here first. Yeah. You're yeah. here first, which yep. is the same weekend. We are hiking Katahdin. So when, what when, a huge weekend. Oh my God. Big motherfucking Beth, can you weekend. believe that's only three no, weeks away? I'm freaking the fuck out. And I'm so excited. Ryan Cassim is coming again. What up, boy? Yeah. If you're uh, listening, Ryan, if you, <laughs> you <better> be. <laughs> um, so that's exciting. And then we have, um, who else is coming on, uh, on the, on the hike. Oh, no, or the pot, on the, the, on the podcast. Yeah. Oh, um, uh, auntie Amanda Lee, right? Yes. Yeah. She, um, you guys follow her on TikTok. She's got about 4.2 or 4.3 million followers. If you're listening, there's and, a good chance you probably follow her. So, and she has literally healed her relationship with food throughout the couple years of her being on TikTok. And she um, did struggle with an eating disorder and now um, is overcome that. So we're going to talk about that with her. Um, and then you have what's his name? He's a doctor. Oh, uh, Dr. Joey Zundel. Yeah. Yeah. Um, we're going to talk so- about what. He is a, um, he has a PhD and he works in cancer research. Mm-hmm. Um, so he's going to be coming on the podcast too. And we're going to talk about um, some myths surrounding cancer, uh, especially as it pertains to, to nutrition, because there's a lot of bullshit out there about people saying this and this and this gives you cancer. Well, he's going to come and fucking clear the air for us. And then we're also going to talk about some things that we can t- um, do with our lifestyle to help kind of minimize our chances of, of getting coming down with cancer or, or getting coming down with cancer. That sounds stupid, but of getting cancer right. at some point in our life. So yeah. Do you come down with cancer? Do I don't know. Cancer? I'm an idiot. That's, that's a good I, don't, I don't know what the right way is. <laughs> I don't know what the right way is to say that. Um, I don't know actually of, either of being susceptible to cancer, perhaps. I don't know. Minimize your chances of getting fucking cancer. Okay. There you go. <laughs> so I think everybody's going to benefit from that one too. So some yes. amazing guests lined up. Yeah. Super exciting. Couple months ahead. Yes, for sure. For sure. Um, wow. Okay. So 
we that was a good really seg a segue from the topic we wanted to talk about, um, which was the nutrition while traveling. I, I think is there anything else we kind of any common questions we get about nutrition while vacationing and traveling? Because my mindset is my I, what I always tell people is like just please fucking enjoy yourself. I just really want you to enjoy yourself while you're on vacation. It's not yeah. the time to be worrying about weight loss <laughs> and things like that. But we could also talk about some things you could be doing while traveling on, on a vacation, which is movement and quality movement. And mm -hmm. this is something I, 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 my movement is always through the fucking roof, like yeah. literally two or three times the amount of steps on vacation as I do when I'm at home yep. because I'm doing fun shit. <laughs> you know, I'm right. swimming, I'm hiking. Um, or whatever it is, like, I'm just active, you know, if I'm, at, if I'm at the beach, uh, I'm going for my morning walk on the beach, which is amazing. So, so tra tranquil. Mm -hmm. And at nighttime, I'm walking the beach with the sunset, you know? Um, yeah. If all you do is get super hydrated and walk or get some exercise, you're doing pretty good. You're winning the fucking game right there. So I say like, focus on a couple things, yes. you know, and don't, yeah. don't overcomplicate it. Don't overthink it. And just, when you get home, just get right back on track. Just for sure. Start yep. I'm going to go grocery shopping tonight. I didn't go to the gym this morning because I'm not, I'm on a weird time. It would just be unproductive to be honest. Your body's like, probably just not ready for you. Yeah. You're probably, it's probably stressed and jet lagged. And yeah, um, I'm going to start tomorrow and I'm hydrating today and I'm back to regularly scheduled programming. Yeah. Oh, I know something I could talk, we could talk about really quickly too, is our couch to 5k updates. Um, so I just finished week seven. So one week left and I want to, nice. I want to, my, this has been a really good week of training for me with the couch to 5k. Um, so I'm going to finish up next week and then I'm going to go, I'm going to Nashville next weekend actually to visit my cousins. Uh -huh. And then, um, after I'm going to look probably this week, I'm going to look to do like a local 5k or something or a virtual 5k the week after Sweet. that. Um, so I'm going to fucking do that. Um, but go. also on that note too, um, so you remember when we first said like, yeah, let's do this, um, about the shoes. I didn't get a good pair of shoes when we first started uh -huh. and, once I got into these longer runs, I was, I was realizing that what was holding me back, my feet were fatiguing and hurting, um, towards the tail end of my run. So I went out and I got a really good pair of running shoes. Um, mm -hmm. I, I skimped on that at first cause I didn't think I needed it. Um, but once we got into it, I was like, yeah, I actually do need a good pair of shoes. So I bought a pair of, I was, it was, I'm debating between Brooks and, and Hoka's is what the brand you've seen. The Hoka's is, yeah. is, is okay. Eh? I don't know if I'm pronouncing that right, but it looks that's I think that's how it's pronounced. So I went with a pair of Hoka's mm -hmm. um, and oh my God, night and day, what a good pair of a really good pair of running shoes does for you. Like it's wow. so, yeah, so worth the it, investment. It's like, so true. On it. my, my recovery is so much better. My runs are actually faster now as a result of that, because I'm not fatiguing as early in my runs. Mm -hmm. uh, it's not my lungs that, that were or my cardiovascular system that was fatiguing. It was it was my fucking feet would be. And so yeah. I was. Down, shoes know? shoes are are huge yeah so so i'm I'm right around that eight minute mile mark now that's which awesome has been, which has been a goal for mine now if i can do that for the entire 5k like i'll be pretty happy with that so that's pretty yeah that's good that's a good pace yeah actually and, <laughs> how's uh how's your training coming with that you've been obviously had a crazy couple of weeks so have you gotten any runs in or <laughs> no <laughs> um <laughs> <laughs> no. Um, so when I left, I was at week seven, I think maybe, I think day three. So I, it's time to start week eight or I, I, I'm, I have to ask. We're right there again. together then. Cause I'm starting so week we're, eight we're, Friday. We're, we're close. So yeah. I, I might start week seven over because I, I haven't been doing That's anything fair. for two weeks. So it's not I don't want to, yeah. 
So that, I'm still at week seven. So that's good. Awesome. Well, we're coming to the end on that. And that's funny because we started that uh, as a result of this podcast. And we, and that was with, was it with Ryan that we, or no, that was with Daniel that we talked about the 5k with, I think, right. Or, or just running um, is why we started kind of doing the couch to 5k. That was with uh-huh. Daniel Hong, I think. Right. Oh yeah. Yep. Yeah. So we'll have to give him an update if, or if he's listening. Um, yeah, we should definitely give him an update though. So. Yeah, for sure. Awesome. Um, yes. Yeah. Um, new month coming out for the Patreon soon. Yes. I got to f- work on that this weekend. I wonder uh, what our what monthly we... challenge will be. I don't I know. know. I was thinking about that. Let's, let's, so we did a squat challenge this month. Um, I wonder what let's, we did let's... a step challenge the month before. What a step challenge um, was something that we, we heard a lot about last time was when we were asking for, uh, for, for ideas was the pushups mm-hmm. people to get better at pushups. So maybe we do some pushup, push-up challenge. Related challenge. Yeah. That actually could be a good one. I was thinking yeah. about that either. Like I think push up, push up or pull up at some point would, yeah. be, would be awesome. And then we should probably do a mindset related challenge here again sometime soon too. Yeah, for sure. So mindset's everything. Oh Yeah. Oh yeah. And then new month of workouts are going to be going to be coming out in just a mm-hmm. few weeks. So that's going to be exciting. I'm going to, I'm, I'm going to spice it up a little bit with the workouts this month. I'm going to um, make them a little bit more challenging this month. So anybody that's listening us up for a challenge, um, if you haven't signed up already, come sign up for the Patreon because August is going to, going to be some good, have some even better workouts. I, yeah. I should say better, but different workouts. Um, Cause I'm thinking I'm going to do like some more, some, some like supersets and, and things like that with a couple of things. So yeah. Oh yeah. Woo-hoo. Yes. Um, let's see. I don't know. I think that's, I think that's it. Um, I'm back in the gym now. I, I signed back up. I, I put, I put things on pause with my coach about a little yeah. bit over a month ago, you know, when I was just feeling really burnt out and everything. Yeah. Um, but I just picked back up with him this week. Um, which is nice. Um, we're doing, a, we're doing more fun movements. I'm not, I don't have any strength goals. I don't have any muscle building goals. It's just going there and, and enjoy my workouts. That's that's I told him, I was like, I was like, Hey man, I'm ready to pick back up with you, but I don't want any strength goals whatsoever. I said, I just want to go in and feel good and get a, a quality workout in. He's like, I got nice. You. So he took, so I showed him what I've been doing the last month, my kind of routine that I had been doing. Mm-hmm. And, um, he, he kind of incorporated that and gave me some fun stuff. Good. Um, fucking I, I've been doing Bulgarian split squats for the last month. Um, <laughs> so I'm doing those still. Yeah, I hear you. It's funny because the one day um, I was at the gym and Sierra texted me and I can't remember what, what it was. I think she texted me. I love you or something. And I texted her back. I said, I love you. I said, I said, but I, I said, I hate myself right now. I said, I said, I'm programming my own workouts and I gave myself Bulgarian split squats. And I said, why do I hate myself? <laughs> oh my God. So yeah, um, it's a love hate relationship though. It's uh-huh. Hey, while you're doing them, but when you're done, you're like, oh my God, I love that. So, yeah, they're good. They're good. That's why you got to do them. Abs- exactly. But they fucking suck. That's for sure. They do. They do. Mm-hmm. Yes. All right. I don't know. We're in the nitty gritty. I'm just really looking forward to this fucking hiking, the hike trip that hike trip that we have coming up to Mount Katahdin. Yeah. So close. We've been talking about it for like a year now. On this I know my, my brother has uh, six flights of stairs to his apartment. How did that feel? Uh, and that we going up it, I was like, oh my God, this, that's what it's going to feel like going up Katahdin. And I was like, yeah. at, at the sixth flight, I was like, fuck this. And I had a backpack on my back that was like oh, 85 so you were rocking. pounds nice. yeah, yeah. and my fucking suitcase. I was like, Jesus Christ. Yeah. And I saw, but, I, go ahead. <laughs> but after I did it a few times, it got easier and easier. And I was like, okay, this is going to be all right. 
And you know what's funny about that too is that first part of the any hike that I've ever done, that's usually one of the hardest parts because your legs and everything are getting adjusted. Yeah. Um, but of course, once you I'm 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 not saying that I know you've you've already set the expectations for how fucking hard this hike is gonna be. Mm-hmm. But, um yeah, I'm I'm looking forward to it. And I know um, Iris tagged us in her story today about um, yeah. her doing her rucking, which is which is awesome. Now right. Ryan Ryan's got three weeks to get his shit in order. So. Fucking Ryan, better get it together, <laughs> friend. Yeah, uh, <laughs> I'm excited right. he's coming back. Me too. So excited. So excited. We've got a really good group. A really good group. And yeah, for sure. A, a podcast recap or something like the day or two after after we recover and get home from oh from for hike. sure so, for yeah. sure we'll be documenting it we are and yeah because i'm i'm going to document it i'll get out get as many videos and we're like the torture that we're going through in the t- in, during the process and everything i'm sure so it's gonna stay tuned for that everybody we're gonna I'll, hopefully, we, I'll can, be re- hopefully <laughs> we can do some cool shit so i'll be recording the breakdowns you guys <laughs> you might okay. see me crying at the top of mountain stay Katana. tuned <laughs> <laughs> Fuck this! Why did I do this? No. Oh my god! I can't. I can't. No, I can't see you doing that. Well, I don't know. Uh-huh. I'm getting a. Um, you never know. Uh, I, yeah, I never I, know, I, you guys. I, I, I live for that shit, though. I live for like the the physical and mental challenge. Like, it's, yeah, it's always it always sucks while you're doing it, but I, yeah, just that feeling of accomplishment it makes it worth it. Um, I want to know how many times everyone's gonna be like, "Are we almost there yet?" I hate that question. Ah, <laughs> uh, yeah. No, we're not. Like we're almost there, and like, like the cr- cruelest joke ever to play on a mm-hmm. hiker, you know, um, when yeah. somebody's coming back down from a mountain and you pass them, and they're like almost there, guys, and you're like, "Fuck off!" I know I'm not almost. Fuck there. off! Like <laughs> almost there to who? You, yeah. yeah, whatever. Yeah. Keep going. Mm-hmm. Keep going. Yeah. Um, I'm actually um, on Friday. I'm getting a new tattoo. Oh, um, nice! I'm, I'm going to start working on a sleeve. Um, Sweet. And. I think I told you what my idea for the tattoo is anyway. So when, when I was with you the one time, uh, the first time I was in Maine, I think, mm-hmm. um, that little village, that little town we went through, you said where the yep. mountain meets the sea. So mm-hmm. that's actually going to be the concept I'm going for with this sleeve. Cause I want this arm to be dedicated to like traveling and things like that. Love so it. I'm thinking I'm going to have like, um, like a summit, a summit peak mm-hmm. with a hiking trail leading up to it. Um, overlooking the ocean with like mountains in the background is nice. what, I'm, what I'm going for here. So there you um, go. I, I booked this appointment like four months ago, three months ago. Um, it, it takes, it takes a while to get in with this artist. So I'm, I'm really excited. Yay. Yep, That's yep. exciting. Hell yeah. All right. Um, All right, you guys. I it, yeah. I think that's it. Awesome episode. Yes. All, All right. right. See Bye, ya. Guys. Peace out. And that is a wrap for this episode of Cut the Crap with Beth and Matt. Did we help you cut through the bullshit? We want to know. Send us a DM on Instagram and share your thoughts. We'd love to hear them. And if you did find this one helpful, why not share this episode with a friend? I know I personally love it when a friend shares their favorite podcast with me along with a text saying, Oh my God, you have got to check out this podcast. You'll love it. And of course... Don't forget to subscribe to the podcast so you don't miss future episodes.